Welcome to episode 22 of the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast, where you'll hear what it's like to train for and run your first marathon. I'm Dwayne France, and I'm joined by Coach Morgan Lattimore, the People's Coach, and together we're going to share the week-by-week training journey that'll take me, just a regular guy and a mere mortal, to the finish line of my first marathon. And if I can do it, you can too. Thanks for joining us for the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast. I'm excited to have gone on this journey with you and pleased to have you join me along the way. There's a couple of ways that we can be connected. Follow the podcast wherever you listen to them. You can also see where the journey took me by connecting on Strava by going to strava.com forward slash athletes forward slash M3 podcast, which will be in the show notes. There, you'll see where the training plan takes me. You can find all the episodes on the fundraising page of my charity partner, the Second Wind Fund at coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast. The mission of the Second Wind Fund is to decrease the incidence of suicide in children and youth by removing barriers to treatment. They match children and youth at risk for suicide with licensed therapists in their communities and pay for up to 12 sessions of therapy when there's a barrier to treatment. Simply by listening, you're doing your part. Every time someone listens to an episode, $1 will be donated to the Second Wind Fund up to $1,000. So listen, share, and know that you're doing your part to stop suicide in children and youth in Colorado. So check out coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast for all the episodes to give to the cause, or to simply to see how far we've gotten. And speaking of how far we've gotten, we've gotten all the way to the end. So if you've been joining me on the journey so far, the training paid off. I finished my first marathon on May 21st, 2023. You'll hear about it in the episode, but I clocked in at 5 hours and 18 minutes. Not what I was hoping for, and not what we had planned for, but it's 5 hours and 18 minutes faster than anyone who hasn't run a marathon, and 5 hours and 17 minutes faster than everyone who finished behind me. But it isn't about that. It's about accomplishing a goal that I set for myself and doing hard things. So check out this week's coaching call reviewing the race, and we'll come back afterwards to wrap things up. So that sucked. (laughs) You know, I I think I'm at the place like it's been a day, right, since I did it. And at first I was like, that sucked. Now I'm at did that suck? And I think probably in a couple more days, I'd be like, that didn't suck at all. So I'm still in that just after, after the experience felt really good, but it weren't easy. I could tell you that. Well, if it was, everybody would be doing it. I guess you're right. (laughs) That's the whole point is like, let's do something that will challenge me and take me out of what the norm is for myself. Yeah, it definitely was. It was an interesting day. Um, it, it was a great day. I mean, there was even experiencing it, getting through it, even with the plan going into the plan, the plans don't always work, but uh, but I completed it and I am a marathoner. So I want to start off with, and I should have started off with, I, I appreciate your support and your encouragement and your instruction through all of this. Because as I mentioned yesterday, when we chatted, I don't know that I could have done this without you. I appreciate it, man. It was, and it, it's been a pleasure. It's been actually like I told you before, it's been more fun than I thought it would be. As we, the relationship has grown, more information, the learning has occurred, and other people have, are actually learning from this. It's it became everything that you said it would it, it could be right. And if we could help one person listen, in which we help multiple, I know for a fact mm-hmm. it's great. And but like again, you text me, it's like we we did not drop the ball on this. You still crossed the finish line. It's just like that back half seems like it really that last six miles was not fun for you. And this is something that, that you hear it when you hear it, but you don't really believe it when they say the first half of the marathon is 20 miles and the second half of the marathon is the last six miles. Yeah, the mm-hmm. last six miles was a little rough. 
Tell me about the last six. Let's start there. And I and honestly, I think it started a little bit before that. I would probably say the last eight or so miles. I after the half marathon, the heat started getting to me. Um, I started. There's a couple different things we think about. The first of it, I was not doing the nine one in the beginning because I was just going to walk through the aid station, and so rookie mistake probably went out a little too fast. But you didn't follow the plan. Mm. I didn't follow the plan. I didn't follow mm. that part of the plan. I followed the hydration plan. I followed the fueling plan. But then the heat started kicking in, and then really after the twenty mile, it was more walk than run by that point. But there was, and I started doing like the mental gymnastics of. I'm going to run a quarter mile and I'll walk a quarter mile. I'm going to run to this place. So it was definitely that part of the mental stuff needed in the last six miles. I will tell you this. You have trained your body to process nutrition and fueling for 9-1. When you take it out of that, nothing new on race day, then it doesn't know what's going on. And so it doesn't, when the pace changes, the intervals change. Your body has not been trained to take that. So it's not going to absorb the same nutrition the same way. You may have needed more at what you did. And like the first half, like you, you ran most of that, like up till what's this? Let me look at this. How many miles is that? Five miles. You ran it at 10 minute miles. You automatically depleted your nutrition because that's not what we trained for. You exerted yourself even more. That means you you cause more heat within your core temperature, right? That means you need more hydrate. So everything you did in the front totally explains the backside. But also in the front, like I had stars in my eyes. I was like, man, this is great. I was high-fiving yes. people. But I was thanking people. Hey, we got it sometimes. I had old Sergeant Major once said, sometimes you have to hit the donkey between the eyes with an axe handle just to get their attention. <laughs> But so I, I felt really good and I was, I even pulled myself back some in that, that first little bit. But I think that also I was, I, I had my hydration with me. I did not take any of the fueling at the aid stations because I carried the fueling with me. I did feel around 13, we were talked about that sloshiness, right? The sloshiness in the stomach. So I probably skipped a gel, not one of the gel pluses, but I, I when you talked about, if you're feeling oh, sloshy, skip right. a gel, don't, don't. Don't skip the hydration. So I hydrated the way through. It explains everything. Like all your all the negative things that have happened to you. If I look at the first five, you averaged 10 minute miles. You didn't even stop and walk. The next eight after that, 8.15, you averaged a 951. Yeah. Is that a little is that a little fast? Was that a little a little, that... yeah. We don't we ain't trained in 951 at all. And so your heart rate is in one in, in the 170, 175 range. And there's certain areas where it's 180. So all your glycogen stores were gone on the back end. And so your body was starving. And yes, you hit the wall. Yeah. And you hear about hitting the wall. When I've heard about hitting the wall, you think about it physically hitting the wall, like your legs or something like that. I was feeling it in my head, right? I was feeling slightly dizzy. I was feeling it not psychologically, but physically in my head is I was feeling it dragged there. You followed the, everything leading up to it that day. Great. Did every, was everything, did you sleep well the night before? Yeah, I think all of that was uh, followed the plan all the way there. Slept good the two nights before, slept well the night before. I don't know that I had a lot of nerves. Yes, as you were talking about, look around on race day and there's people there and there were people there that were nervous and I felt pretty confident because I had a plan, whether or not I was going to follow that plan. <laughs> <It was kinda laughs> 
No, but the problem was he was going to follow it until he didn't. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? And this is for our listeners is you got, you actually got lucky, right? It's, I, because you don't, and I say he got lucky because when you don't go over the plan that you've practiced, you don't know what the results is going to be. Like you could have got anything. It could have been another, a really bad day, right? Mm -hmm. And you could have broke down at the halfway point. And some people are not as fit as you, right? And so not carrying that plan can be more detrimental to the completion of the event. And so it's really understanding what your body can do and how, and it, I will tell you, if you, like I told you, if you feel good at a certain point, go, I didn't say that early, obviously, but you feel, but if you feel like you want to push yourself, just, you just need to understand the consequences. That's what it comes down to. But luckily, Hey, we've trained at these at a long distance before we've troubleshooted a couple of things. We talked about the body, the feelings, and you knew what was going on. You literally knew it. Right. He said, oh, this is happening. Let me back off here because it could have been worse. You could have been throwing up and nauseous and in the medical tent. But you you did what was needed to get to the end. And that's what the ultra and, and endurance level races are all about. Do you have the tools to be successful and get to the finish line, no matter how you get there? And that's the other thing, too, is I'm not sure, but my GPS measured this course at 27.2. And I, that was another thing that was messing with me on that back end because where they were marking the miles and where my GPS was marking it, I was going farther than where they were. And so there was like when I was at 20 and I'd go another half a mile and then the 20 mile marker would be. So I don't know if it was my GPS or they mismarked the route. Bad as your nutrition was, you probably was weaving in and out, <laughs> like, like, going zigzag go, down the straight line. I was line laterally and back and forth. Maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe maybe I was maybe I was dancing down the down down the street. I always tell them like if you see three roads, follow the one in the middle. That's the place you want to go down if, if it's going bad. And I, I was thinking about this earlier today. There was uh, and also like you were talking about, you connect with people on the route and stuff. And I had a, a good connection, but there was this one. And a kid, like he had to be in his 20s. And here I am, not in my 20s. And he was, he was obviously fit. We finished at the same time because he was struggling the same. He, he was like, <laughs> oh, this is my first marathon. But this kid looks like a, like a WWE wrestler. This kid looked <laughs> like boy. a rip. Yeah. He looked like a, a luchador. And yet he finished two minutes behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make it. Just trying to finish line. It, it's so I, and I think that's the, was it the perfect day? I don't know that any day was a perfect day. It wasn't perfect, and yet it was done. It was complete. We did it. And how did you feel at the completion of the race? Good. Being able to sit down, right? You know, my, my wife, both of my kids were there. When it was a big expo, I think over when they have a bunch of different races, but there were like 21,000 runners through the whole weekend and stuff like that. So it was busy, right? There was a lot of stuff there. There was, there was a lot of people there. And yeah, it felt like a sense of accomplishment. Afterwards, you sit down, you were sitting in the shade, some other people over there sit in the shade and you're talking back and forth and congratulating. I mean, it felt good, right? And it felt, it felt like you accomplished something, which obviously we all had. And, and even then being able to spend that with my family and just being able to say that this is a goal, not just that I've been working towards since we started connecting 20 something weeks ago, but I first, the idea of maybe I can run a marathon was probably 2006. So this is something maybe that had been in my mind for 20 something years. And you got it done. Got I it only done. got one more to do. You got room to grow. But if we literally went out there and ran the same course and did exactly what I told you to do, you probably would, you could you totally PR, knock, maybe knock a whole hour off. 
Yeah, I think that's the even, and I think I said this to some folks. They're like, "When's the next one?" So I do think that I there will be at least one more. It remains to be seen after that one if there will be a third, but at least there will be one more. And this marathon was twenty eight hundred feet of elevation, and that was a doozy, actually. Eleven fifty one average pace. You walked a lot on the back end, so that explains why the average heart rate was one forty eight, but your max heart rate had was at 181 and that was in the front end that's when you were hitting that so prs marathon you went five hours five minutes 40 45 seconds but you went a little bit further because you're 27.2 miles a half marathon average of 10 18. what was what what were you running those other half marathons in i think my that's about about i think my half marathon pr is a 202 which is probably a little faster than that. I think that's probably what a nine forty or nine fifty. Yeah, and you could totally um, blow that. You can blow. You could PR your half marathon, right? Like no other. Now, so now that you're done with it, right? And where are you mentally? Do you feel like oh, I'll never do that again, or what? I don't think I'm at the I'll never do that again. I don't know that I'm going to be somebody that's been doing. 20, 30 marathons either. <laughs> but again, that's the. If you would have asked me yesterday, I said I'll do one more. Right. I do plan on doing one more. For all the reasons, but really just to be able to say, yeah, I got that one done and I could do better. Like you said, there is room for improvement. So I do plan on doing at least one more. But also, I think that it might be a matter of I get those two done and then I just stick with the half marathon. And that was all of this was when I was previously running. My goal was just have a streak of one half marathon a year, just have one race a year. And so picking that up and carrying that on, I think this was this probably the peak. But yeah, I don't think that I'm done, but I don't know that I'm going to be a marathon maniac either. So the question is to ask is that we are at, we hit your A race. How do you want to handle training moving forward? I don't know that I've thought about that. Obviously thinking about, I, I took the old dog for a slow walk today. I got my 30 minutes in my, my 30 minute recovery walk in today. I know that, and I don't think we've talked about this on the show. I know you and I have talked about this, but through some mutual colleagues, my next goal is in October to run the Marine Corps Marathon. And you're going to be working with some folks running the Marine Corps Marathon this fall, too. I'm always working with, I'm a Marine, so (laughs) I'm a coach. There's always at least two or three there. Like I almost guarantee that. So yeah, I'm not sure. I think that maybe we go, we're not going to be recording that training cycle for a podcast, right? This is a limited thing. But, but yeah, I think that we can see what it might look like moving forward to see if, if you can't hit the donkey between the eyes with an axe handle a little bit more, just to make sure they I have understand. great aim. <laughs> I have great aim. I think I'll be okay. I just need the axe to go where I throw it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that'd be fine. But yeah, let's take this week a rest. I asked you that question only because we're on a podcast. Usually I would give you a little bit more time. Like we would go through the whole, like we were recording this like the day after the event. So I would usually give you through the post-race recovery week, as you see that you got to, you walk today. I want to keep you moving. People are like, I'm just going to take the time off. No, that's a bad idea. That's how you get hurt because now everything is starting to get tight because it's trying to heal. And so you want to just keep moving. He had a 30 minute easy walk today. Right. He went one mile in 30 minutes. So he did it. He went a real easy tomorrow. He's traveling day off. He got a free day, free day. You choose your workout, but it, you need to do something like it's not mm-hmm. a choice, not an off day. 
Then he flies back, so he got another day off. Then we're going to try and see what the three-mile run is like. This is the instructions for the three-mile run. If it's too uncomfortable, right, it's going to take you a while to warm up. I'm going to tell you right now. it's gonna. You might not warm up to the middle of it, if not the second mile, right? So ease into it really easy. This is not about holding a 1030, none of that, right? You can, you can do 9-1 or you can run it straight through. It's really up to you how you're feeling. If it's uncomfortable, walk it walk it and then stretch more because we just need to get the body moving we want to keep it moving we don't want to let it get tight and get all seized up next day is off and then a free day again and then we'll go from there based off i'll give you some time to think about what we're doing next and then we can decide pause it come back another day go solo however you want to do it that question has to be answered so i would ask you to think about that and just enjoy your life that's what i'll say because some people go just ape crazy after they do it, races, like, you know what? I'm eating everything. I'm doing everything. I'm uh, whatever it is. I'm just doing it all that I didn't do. I'm staying up late. I'm partying. Just understand, you're older. <laughs> One, <laughs> okay. Two, recovery is a little different now, and the more unhealthy habits you practice during this time, the slower recovery will be. No, good point. I woke up this morning and we, because we stayed up in Denver, woke up this morning and I was like, I told my wife, I said, I should go out and get us donuts. She's like, we don't eat donuts. Why are you going to go get donuts? We didn't get donuts. But I was like, oh, I just read. But there, you're right. There is this I'm idea. i it. I, I just <laughs> ran a marathon. Why can't I have a donut? But my wife is like, we don't do that. That's not what we do. And she's right. Yeah. That's why I said, because some people, I'm one of them. I ain't going to lie. I am totally one of them. That next week, I'm like, if I see it, I'm eating ice cream. Every, I eat ice cream every day anyway, but. I mean, ice cream every day. I want five guys getting the super, the super large fry. And I'm talking about trying to eat them all. And then I'm telling myself, you know what? When I get back to training, it'll burn off. I'm still recovering. Like I'm trying to justify it in my brain, but I am actually making it harder to come back and get into another rhythm again, because I'm going to have to overcome that, that yucky feeling that I'm going to get for yeah. all that unhealthy things that I were doing because you Think about it. You've been eating clean the whole time, making good decisions and things like that. So your body's been running efficiently. When you start doing that now, when you need to sleep, when you need to rebuild, and you do the opposite of that, is that's again, you get injured, you don't get sleep, you get stressed. There's a lot of other extra things that come with that. No, it, you're right. But then also there's another aspect of this, and this is what I've been sharing, obviously, with the team that I work with, and we've mentioned it here, but I'm about to do six weeks of travel, like seven workshops in six weeks. Like I'm about to go into a different type of marathon. And I feel like this training and doing this marathon has prepared me for that other strenuous work. That's not easy traveling in and out of airports and stuff like that. And so this is the idea of, we didn't just run this marathon to run a marathon, but we ran it to be able to do these other things in our lives that are important to us as well. Yep, that is the key, right? And so one goal down off the bucket list and then that's fill it up with something else. Is that right? And I think there's this time, this work time that I'm going to be coming into. It's I don't feel any post-race decline so far, right? And we talked about that. And I think we'll talk about that next week is this idea of post-race blues. But I'm on to the next thing. Like I've got, I, I've, we have a really significant, probably between May and the end of July when we have this big event. It's really keeping my mind occupied and I'm going into this full of confidence having done this hard thing. Right. So that I will be able to do these other hard things. Yes, sir. 
Easy day, man. Easy day. Week of rain, so you can stay in the house now for real. You don't have to run in the rain. I don't have to run in the rain, but I'm going to be in Ohio. So if y'all are listening to this in Columbus, Ohio, I'll be joining you for a couple of days, then I'll be coming back. But uh, So we've got one more time. We're going to record one more time at the end of this and wrap up the show. And uh, folks are listening to this. Hopefully, this has been beneficial to you. Easy day. All right. Till the end, sir. Appreciate it, Coach. So there's that thing done. This episode is being released about four days after the marathon, and as the pain of the effort fades, the magnitude of the accomplishment is growing in my mind. Some of you marathoners out there are smiling to yourselves, thinking, yeah, he's not done. And like we talked about in the episode, you're right. There will be at least one more. But if you've ever run a marathon, you know the signs that people hold on the side of the road, the funny ones. But one sign that a spectator was holding on the route is sticking in my mind. Pain doesn't last forever, but accomplishments do. And that's the truth. This is an accomplishment that I have completed. Was it perfect? Not at all. And now I know. The first time we do a hard thing, even if it's not done well, it is done, and it can be done better. So even though I'm a mere mortal, I've not come to the end of what I can accomplish. A couple more goals, a second marathon with improved results for sure, but as Coach said, I've still got a half marathon PR in me, so I'll be working towards that as well. So thanks again for joining us for the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast, where you can hear what it's like for mere mortals like you and me to reach our goals as I trained for the 2023 Denver Colfax Marathon. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me at Dwayne at VeteranMentalHealth.com. If you want to support a great cause, I'm a charity partner with the Second Wind Fund, a Colorado organization that focuses on improving access and delivery of suicide prevention care for children and youth at risk for suicide. You can donate to the cause by going to coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast. As a reminder, simply by listening to the show, a dollar is going into the pot. If you want more dollars to go into the pot, share the show with others who may appreciate it. If you want to reach out to Coach Morgan to show appreciation for the excellent work that he does or sign up for the People's Coach newsletter, you can find him at morganlattimore.com. All the links to each of these are going to be in the show notes. So thanks for joining us for another episode of the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast. And just remember, mere mortals can do extraordinary things. Thank you.